here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Thank you for your company across this first hour of the overnight crowd. It is time to turn our attention quickly to the NRL and make sure we're up to date with the latest action that occurred across the weekend. And Elliot Vesely from the edge of the crowd has been good enough to jump on the line. Elliot, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me back. Absolutely. Now, look, we've got the Penrith Panthers sitting five wins, no losses. They're right up the top of the table. Unfortunately, your West Tigers are 0-5, not a pretty place to be. But what are the big stories coming out from the NRL weekend, the winners and the losers? Uh, the big stories coming out of the NRL weekend, I think Manly did very well in the rain against the Knights. Uh, tight game between the Warriors and the Cowboys. Sean Johnson won it uh, mm-hmm. in Golden Point. Yes. Uh, a great comeback from the Roosters. Uh, and, uh, yeah, unfortunately for the Tigers, really, really bad sign for them. I, uh, it's terrible. <laughs> Look, it's not good and it's not going to get any easier. So they, they lost. They went down the Tigers to the Sharks 30-4. to And this weekend on Easter Monday, no respite as they come up against Parramatta. Uh, and I'm hearing Luke Brooks, there's a bit of a shake-up. He's been moved across from number seven, from halfback into 5'8 position. What do you make of that positional change? I personally don't make anything of it. I don't understand the move myself. Mm. Um, I don't Strategically, I don't know how much of a difference it makes. Obviously, Michael Maguire has been very, very... Uh, harshly called upon by the league to make some changes, and I think that this is a this is a desperate move by what is a desperate coach. Unfortunately for Madge, nothing against him, but he, he is desperate for a win. The Tigers are zero and five, as you said, playing the Eels, who are in red hot form, and I, I can't see the Tigers really getting a win. Maybe until Origin time, maybe until the other teams lose some players. I just it, it's just horrible. They dropped two of their captains this week, which is just unbelievable. Yeah, unheard of, really, to, to to do that to your captain. So shaking up the team, definitely in an attempt to try and find their way into the first victory. Now, let's talk some of the injuries that came out of the latest round. Uh, or probably the biggest name injury for this week on the back of uh, Turbo going down the other week. Now it's Latrell Mitchell for South Sydney, who looks like he's set to miss, I think, even up to eight weeks. Yeah, he does look set to miss up to eight weeks. He will look to come back the week before Origin. It'll be very interesting to see if New South Wales pick and stick with him, even though he hasn't played a ton of football this year for the Rabbitohs. It's, it's a terrible loss. You can't even describe what he means to that side. He is the key playmaker. Uh, Cameron Murray is going to have to step up a lot into that huge leadership, leadership position that he is already in. Um, but it's, 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 it's going to be interesting to see how South do with that loss. Yeah, it is because he is a big-name player for them and uh, I think we constantly sort of look at what is his right position. But I, I personally, uh, and I know there's more experts out there than me, but I really like him as, as fullback and I think it is going to hurt the Rabbitohs moving forward. Yeah, he is an out-and-out number one. There is no doubt about that. I don't think anymore. But, yeah, for the Rabbitohs, I, I, I don't know if they have anyone to fill that void or I actually there, there is no one to fill that void. They're just going to have to put a Band-Aid on it and just hope that he comes back better than ever. 
Now, before we move on to the NRLW Grand Final, which has been won and done, let's quickly talk about the pitch invaders. Uh, What is going on there in the NRL and what do we need to do to make sure that I suppose our players are safe than, you know, having pitch invaders come on? Yeah, this this was a kind of a the streaker weekend as we remembered. Um, the first one was a very weird one where a female did run onto the field and she was absolutely ta- crash tackled to the ground. It was a, uh, a lot of people had a lot to say about that, um, but it, it's just it's not a good look. And then and then the Tigers game happened, and obviously we saw then a, a guy run into the field with some sort of political message on him and with a flare, which is just, it's not on. And then another player, another, sorry, fan ran onto the field and tackled the security guy. It's not only not on, you'll get a life, life ban from the NRL plus a five to $10,000 fine. Plus you just look like an idiot and you'll never be able to go back to the NRL game again. It's, it's not even worth it and it's, to put our players in that position and the game in that position. It's, it's, it, to me, it's just the height of stupidity. And the NRL, I know, can't yet rule on it until the clubs do because they take care of security. But I'm, I'm sure there will be new security protocols put in place. Yeah, there's going to have to be. That that flare situation was pretty – could have been really, really scary. And we'd, what we don't want to have is someone injured – before we take some sort of better action. But the main message has to be to us as supporters, let's not get a skinful and decide that it's a great idea to be a streaker. It just it just isn't a good idea. Uh, it puts too many people yeah. in the firing line. So uh, I agree with you. Maybe let's not, let's not watch sport that way. We don't need to do it. So let's look across now at the NRLW grand final. Uh, the Roosters, after beating the Broncos, who were the, the competition favourites, the reason that the final was scheduled to be played up at Redcliffe because the assumption was the Broncos would go through and be there. Uh, but the Roosters, they knocked them off in the semi-final and then they got it done over the Dragons 16-4 at full time. Yeah, this was this was a great game. The Roosters, I mean, a few weeks ago were looking down the barrel of, of not making the finals and now they go out there to win it. It's, it's amazing. Credit to John Strange and his coaching staff that have done so well with that with that team, superstars across the board. Uh, a great game from the Dragons as well. They had some great players this year. Kizzy out, Samantana Gato, uh, fantastic years. Uh, but for the Roosters, it was a bit of controversy at the end there with the trainer, but I think the Roosters would have won anyway. Mm. Uh, Sarah Tagatuki getting uh, woman of the match uh, was, was very good, but I think there was a handful of other players that easily could have won that award. Uh, Jess Sergis and Isabel Kelly spring to mind uh, for that one. They definitely could have got that award. So it, it was a great day had by all and by all NRL fans. And I think it's only further the women's game. And um, hopefully we see more of it in season two of 2022. <laughs> That's right. It was good to see the crowd that was there because it was in the end, it was a neutral venue. Uh, there was you know a bit of risk taken with that. And in the end, the crowd stepped up, which was good. So looking ahead now at the long weekend, what are the big fixtures that people should be watching out for the real traditional ones that happen across that Easter long weekend period? Yeah, the, the big fixtures this weekend, um, in my mind, there's two big games. Uh, that's the Storm Sharks game. Uh, that will be happening on Saturday night. That's a real good test of how, how good the Sharks really are. Nico Hines up against his mm. former team there. It's going to be a real, uh, I think, a close game. Obviously, 
the the Easter Friday clash is the uh, Souths versus the Bulldogs at 4 p.m. on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, look, if, if you're a bit of a masochist like myself and you want to watch a massacre happen, tune in at uh, 4 p.m. on Monday because the Eels play the Tigers and I love the Tigers, but I can only see this going one way and it's not it's not looking good for the Tigers. Oh, well, <laughs> when we speak again next week, we can have a chat because this is our two teams going head-to-head against each other. So we can uh, follow that one together on Monday and, and just see how it goes. But uh, I am hopeful of a Neil's victory. Um, I definitely don't want the West Tigers to finish their streak just yet. Uh, maybe the week after I'll get on the West Tigers bandwagon for you. Uh, Elliot, thanks so much for joining us on the Overnight Crowd and giving us that update across the NRL. And I hope you really enjoy not only your long weekend, but some time with family and friends and also watching a heap of footy. Thank you very much. You too, Jen. Have a good weekend. Elliot Vesley from the edge of the crowd, uh, touching base across all things NRL. And, of course, NRLW, a big congratulations to the Roosters who took out the premiership, the Telstra Women's Premiership, 16-4 to over the Dragons. They came back. They didn't score in the first half, so they put on 16 unanswered points in that second half. Back with you in just a moment here on the Overnight Crowd. Thanks for your company. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.